Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I'm going to laugh every time I hear that Swiss Army knife thing. Just just letting you know. It is it is great. It is high-level high, high level stuff. And we are back here on Sports Talk. This is WWLAMFM.com and the Odyssey app. As always, I'm Jeff Nowak, closing things out for this final hour alongside Charlie Long, Swiss Army Charlie, as I'm going to start calling him, and Cullen Steele behind the glass. We did change up the schedule a little bit in that last segment because we wanted to get in Jeff Palermo. So we pushed our triple option feature to this first segment here, and uh, it's triple option. It's our top takes on today's top stories, and we I probably should have asked prior to just starting to talk, but who wants to go first? Colin, you got something? I do, I do, I do. Uh, we, there we I, go. I, have we mentioned it at all, the Jimmy Garoppolo news? Did we say anything? Probably no. not. No? Okay. <laughs> if you, I tend to not talk about Raiders quarterbacks. It's just, it's interesting to me. It's interesting to me. Plus, it's like the only thing that yeah, happened today in the NFL. So, uh, obviously, if you guys heard, Jimmy Garoppolo has been suspended for two games starting next year, and according to reports from uh, Adam Schefter uh, and ESPN, they're also planning to release him. He hasn't been released yet, but they plan to do it. His uh, violation uh, is a policy violation of the PED law. Yeah. Uh, supposedly, he was using a prescribed medication without having a valid therapeutic use exemption in the league for it, okay. which doesn't sound too bad, but, you know, you break a, break a rule. But really, I want to bring it up because I mentioned to it both of y'all earlier that, like, I, this might be curtains on him starting in the NFL. I, I mentioned my analogy was a Venn diagram and on one circle you have teams that need a QB and on the other circle you have teams who are in a position to get one, whether it's with the draft, whether it's with trades, whatever. And a lot of teams aren't in one circle, they're in both. And most of the teams that would be in a position to need a QB already have another avenue, they already have another route, other options to get someone better or cheaper. I really think if Jimmy G's in the NFL next year, he's back up. Yeah, and I mean, it's not like he got benched for Pat Mahomes. Like, he's in the Alex Smith part of the Alex Smith career yeah. where you're like, okay, yeah, we're going to move on to somebody better. They benched him for Aiden, Aiden O'Connell. Yep. Let's be real. Like, I, you know, I'm, I'm all on. I love Purdue as much as the next guy, but uh, Aiden <laughs> O'Connell is a. I don't think he's a starter in the NFL either. I mean, he, so. had, that, he had that one game with the with the Chargers, but... Uh, I think that was a lot more about the yeah, Chargers. Yeah, that was a lot more about the Chargers. <laughs> than anything else. All right, Shout Charlie. Shout out to Antonio Pierce, just staying on the Raiders real quick. How he closed out the yep. year, and now they're giving him the shot after what happened with Rich Passaccia a couple of years ago. Yeah. He gets into the playoffs. They don't promote him from interim to head coach, but they did it with Antonio Pierce. I know a little bit of it was strong army by Max Crosby saying that he wouldn't 
sign an extension with the Raiders if Antonio Pierce wasn't the head coach, but they're giving him a shot. I like it. I think it's a good fit there given how the Raiders ended the season. All right, guys, I got a fun fact for you. Oh, so that wasn't your take? No, no, no. Okay. I was just no. building no. off of the Raiders. Uh, <laughs> All right. LSU baseball, you want to guess how many consecutive season opening wins they've had? One. No. It, uh, I know that's, that's 23. That was a joke. Oh, that's what. Uh, 23 consecutive season opening it. wins. The last loss the Tigers had in a season opener was February 10th, 2001, when LSU dropped a 9-8 to decision to Kansas State in their original Outbox Stadium. Shout out to Bill Franquez for that cool wow. tidbit. Uh, the Tigers get out to a pretty decent start with a three-run shot by Jared Jones today. Uh, three one three nothing lead, and then Thatcher heard things kind of spiral out of control for him in the third inning. But then LSU, you know, we said five hit batters in six at bats in that in that sixth inning that ended up plating five runs. Uh, so they end up pulling out a big eleven to eight win to start the season against a pretty pesky VMI squad, guys. But now I'm looking at what's next, and this is my point. I've been building up to this. <laughs> Luke Holman, who we talked with just now with uh, Jeff Palermo about. I think that he's going to end up being the Friday night guy. I know that we had mentioned that last hour, but Luke Holman, the transfer from Alabama, the ace from the Crimson Tide when they were the 16th seed just this past year, um, he was so outstanding for them. I, I mean, his numbers are really solid in the first place, 7-4 and four record with about a 3.5 ERA, 87 strikeouts, and 81 innings pitched for Alabama. I, and I think that you'll see something similar from him this year. There's been an influx of transfers – in the SEC that are just staying in the SEC. Like, it's one thing to have, you know, a player from the Pac-12 or the Big 12 or even the ACC transfer over to the SEC because that's just the premier conference in college baseball. But players are jumping from team to team, and Luke Holman's one of those guys. He was an ace for Alabama. Now he's moving to LSU, the national champion, defending national champion, and he's starting on Saturday. I don't think it's going to be very long before he potentially becomes the Friday guy. And I, I don't have anything against that, heard. I think he'll be a really solid pitcher. I think that this, today was just – uh, a little bit of bad luck, I would say. Walking the nine-hole hitter, especially with two outs, is just one of the worst things that any coach wants to hear in baseball. Ends up being four hit straight hits out of that. Ends up being four runs, and then he gets pulled in the third inning. You don't want to see that from your Friday guy. Uh, I think Thatcher will completely bounce back from this. That's not what I'm saying at all. But Luke Holman, I just have a really high hopes for him. And another guy, Gage Jump, you saw him in the ninth inning today. Three, three batters faced, three batters sat down, two strikeouts in the process. He was outstanding in his LSU debut. Uh, him and Cam Johnson are two really talented lefties that I think you'll see develop into potential weekend rotational guys as the season progresses. But as Palermo said in our last hour interview with him, give it time. Like this is a guy that's for Gage Jump coming off of Tommy John surgery. Um, I didn't imagine that he might have been a starter for this opening weekend series, but I'm like if he was maybe pitch a couple innings. But starting him out in that closer role, I think is pretty interesting. Uh, but he's a guy that I think can definitely work his way up to being a starter, especially as the season progresses. Cam Johnson, on the other hand, what Palermo said about him earlier, I completely agree with. He's super talented. He's a guy that we all want to see immediately. But at the same time, he's a freshman coming into the program. Same thing with Jump. Give him some time, and I think he might be a really good weekend option as well. Yeah, I do want to take some credit here. We were talking off air. I think LSU was down, what, seven to six? Yeah, yeah this, is, this is pretty and funny. And I was like, you know what? I think, uh, I, I don't know. I think VMI is going to implode here. I almost mentioned that to Jeff <laughs> Palermo, which is, but I almost called it a jinx, but it wasn't a jinx. You just kind of called it. Like, you, you imagine, like, yeah, we'll see what, you know, VMI's bullpen does. Next next thing I know. Five hit batters five and six at bats. Six batters. Yeah. It's tough. Oh, man. Anyway. Uh, all right, so let me let me close this out here by being a, being a homer, and I'm going to be a homer from where I where I came from, which is UConn, baby, the UConn men's basketball team. So tomorrow, 
If you're not doing anything, sitting at home, 2 p.m., UConn Marquette, number one in the country versus number four in the country. You you want to see the, a, East, baby. the best team in the nation go on the road and take apart a top five team? Because that's <laughs> what's going to happen. I am willing to sit here right now and guarantee you that this UConn team is in the Final Four. I, I don't disagree about you know tomorrow either with the Marquette game. I, I watched Marquette play at St. John's. So this was actually late January. It's been already three weeks, which is hard to believe. They were not very impressive, Jeff. I, I know that they're the number four team in the country right now. At that point, they were the number 17 squad. They've moved their way up the rankings with a couple wins in a row. Uh, they're on their own winning streak, and this is going to be a huge game for them against UConn. Yeah, they need to win it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But I just haven't been super impressed by Marquette. Like, they're a four seed as of now. I don't know how long that's going to last. They they are climbing up the rankings right now, an 18-5 and five record. But UConn, with a 22-2 and two record, atop the AP top 25, I would expect them to take that mark. And they've been number one for like a month. Yeah, it's been you a know, while. If you want to watch the team that is is the best team in the country, go watch UConn. And, and the amazing thing about it, you, you watch college basketball. We talked about this yesterday. One of the things about college basketball that's enjoyable is a lot of these teams are just – they play bad. And they like have these stretches where they can't make a shot and they, they don't get good shots and they don't run the right offense and they don't really have a ton of sets. But then you watch UConn play – and it's like you understand why they do not lose to anyone that is not like Kansas at home because they just run such efficient and smart basketball. They're just getting good shot, good shot, good shot. And eventually it's just too much. It's just waves on the beach. And they're beating teams by like 40. They beat Xavier by 40. Xavier's a tournament team. Yeah. Uh, like this is Danny Hurley is going to, like, if we're going to be talking about Danny Hurley as one of like the best coaches of all time in a couple of years because okay. he's built a machine and it's not really relying on big name transfers, right? Like it's not like you're going after the one and done guys. They do have a lottery pick as Stefan castle, probably going to be a top 10 pick. He's getting better and better as the season goes on, but it's not like a flashy guy. He just defends. He reminds me of Jalen Brown. You mentioned Kansas. That's another team I wanted to talk about as yeah. far as college basketball goes. I think they're vastly overrated. They're currently the sixth team in the country because they beat UConn at home. Well, also yeah. because they beat Houston yeah. at home and yes. Houston's the number three team right now, but they beat Houston just a couple weeks ago. Uh, they've lost two of their last three games, one coming on the road against Kansas state. And they just got blown out of the like they they got walked out of the gym at mm -hmm. Texas Tech. You know, that game wasn't close. They lost by thirty points. So seeing them as the number six team in the country, I imagine that that's going to go down after this week. They're going to be playing at Oklahoma, the number twenty five team in the country, uh, tomorrow afternoon. I just don't see a lot from Kansas, Jeff. I, maybe I'm wrong. I, from what I've heard from Kansas fans, a lot of them are kind of praising Bill Self for the coaching job he does because this team isn't super talented. I mean, Hunter Dickinson, the transfer from Michigan, is like the yeah. premier player on that roster. The Kevin McCullough is really good. But, I mean, it's just I don't see much from this Kansas squad. and It's, it's just kind of surprising to me that they're still in the top ten. Well, so the funny thing to me about Kansas, and it's you could say this about Duke as well, you know, when one of your biggest advantages is home court, mm -hmm. that's not a great thing in college basketball because all your biggest games are played at neutral sites. Correct. So, like, yeah, I can't – it's really difficult to walk into, you know – what is it, Fog Allen, whatever it is, uh, their their arena and beat them. But I don't have to do that to win the NCAA tournament. I just have to beat you in, you know, Brooklyn or you know, wherever, right? Like, I have to beat you in the Superdome. I have to beat you at NRG Stadium. And you don't have that crazy home court advantage with the student section breathing on the players, right? So that's why you look at UConn, you look at what they were able to do in the tournament. They struggled in Big East play. 
because the teams that knew how to play them and and game plan for them. But then you get into it's it, those neutral site games. It's all about executing and you know not letting the moment be too big. And that's where it's like, okay, if you rely so much on your home court to win games, you're going to get into those situations and you're not going to be at your best. This is a month in advance, so it's kind of funny to talk about it, but Kansas is likely going to end up being like a two or maybe a three seed in the NCAA tournament. I think uh, they end up being a one. You, you think so? Yeah, I think they're going to win the Big 12. I, I could maybe see Houston still taking it because the Big 12 tournament is going to be played on a neutral site. Like you were saying, it's yeah. not going to be played at Kansas. Uh, and Houston could potentially bounce back and win that tournament. Uh, they lost by 13 to Kansas just a couple weeks ago. Uh, Kansas is one of those teams that's like on upset alert for me once tournament play comes around, unless they really show me something over the next couple weeks leading into the Big 12 tournament. Like if they go on a run and they really impress in the Big 12 tournament, I'll change my tune. But as of now, not really impressed, Jeff. No. Well, I mean, that's the thing. It's it's really tough, especially with college teams these years, now with the transfer portal, because all these teams are trying to incorporate starters that just showed up. It's like free agency in college. And, and in, in football, there's, you know, so many players that you can kind of filter that in. In basketball, it's like you have, what, an eight, nine-man rotation? So if you're working in three transfers into a nine-man rotation, that's a third of your roster mm-hmm. that just showed up that's learning. So a lot of times, these teams won't be at their best until – you know the conference play comes around and then the conference play is funny because you can't really look at that too closely because it's the only time all year outside of the preseason tournaments that you end up having to play games on back-to-back-to-back-to-back days so winning your conference tournament isn't necessarily about being the best ncaa tournament team it's about who can survive four games in four nights so it's funny looking at the top teams in college basketball right now the current ap top 25 poll connecticut Number one, as you said, they've been number one for a while now. I don't think there's many questions about them. 22 and two overall. Uh, they had a majority of the first place votes with 45, and then Purdue's the only other team that got first place votes with yep. 16. Matt Painter is uh, he and March do not coexist very well. Like if you want to talk about some coaches that have great success in March, it's not really Matt Painter and the Purdue Boilermakers. So. Well, what you can say is the last time a 16 seed got upset by a one was Matt Painter's Purdue Boilermakers. No, it was for well, no, I'm, it, I'm talking about. Prior to Purdue. Okay. So Purdue got upset this past season, right, by St. Peter's. Yeah, correct. Well, no, 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 it wasn't St. Peter's. It was – um, oh, shoot, I'm forgetting. Fairleigh Dickinson? Yes. Yeah, okay. So the last time that a team prior to them, the first time ever that a team got upset as a one was seed UBA. was UM, UMBC, UMBC, Maryland, Baltimore County, yep. right? And so they lo- they're the one seed. They get upset. The next season they come back and they win, win the, the whole championship. thing. Yeah, and they actually beat the Purdue Boilermakers on yeah. that run. So if you're, if you're looking for a reason to say, okay, Purdue, this is their year – you're going to be like, they it's did because it. they lost to a 16 seed last year. Yeah. I mean, you Zach Eadie is still the right there, of passage. Right? The, the seven footer center that just dominates every single team that he plays. So. It's going to be fascinating if UConn and, and Purdue end up playing because Donovan Klingon, the 7 2 guy, versus Zach Eadie. He's the only guy in the NCAA that's going to make Donovan Klingon look small, is, is Zach Eadie. And both of these guys are like fringe NBA prospects, so they're just going to stay in college forever. Yeah, but my point was, there's a lot of teams in that top ten right now that have a lot of question marks. Oh yeah, so no, it no should question. make for a very fun March Madness in about a month. Always, always fun. My birthday month, I get into it. I'm excited. I do have jury duty. You do so. one bracket. I I do. I do one bracket. One bracket because I just want to root for it. Like okay. I, I I know people that do like five brackets. But yeah, that's, like, that's a little bit much. You end up rooting against yourself. Like I just wanna I just wanna pick something and root for those teams. Occasionally I'll do like two, like one that I think is going to happen, and then one that's just bonkers, a bunch of upsets and stuff like that. And 
you know, sometimes one's better than the other. Let's, if I do two different brackets, it's because I forgot my picks in the first one and I tried to do them, but I screwed them up. Gotcha. Last year, I won our work bracket because I picked UConn to win it all. And they there did. you go. Yeah, that's because uh, that final it. four was very weird. It was UConn, Miami, San uh, Diego State, FAU, and San Diego State. Yeah. yeah, I don't think anyone really predicted that. Nope. Come to the FAU hashtag. Uh, all right. We're going to hit the break here. That was our triple option segment. It really kind of got away from control. us there. I became uh, talk about the NCAA basketball segment. But, all right, I'm Jeff Nowak. He is Steve Geller. Colin Steele behind the glass. We're going to come back, chat with Sam in Gretna. wants to talk about the Saints. This is Sports Talk. Keep it locked on WWL. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. And we're back here on Sports Talk. You know, and uh, as we as we were talking about, uh, I'm Jeff Nowak, he's Charlie Long. As we were talking about earlier in the show, the all-star game court is just this big glass screen. Gross. And it's funny because you can actually just make it look like a basketball court. Like as they went off the court, it was just a like a parquet floor. But then as the game is played, it's this just, you know, it, I think that's like the TikTokification of any, everything. Like I, like people can no longer just look at something that's staying still and be like, nor- okay, this, like in order to keep people's attention, it needs to be like jumping around and changing colors and counting down. Yeah, it looks stupid. It does. It looks so bad. <laughs> it looks stupid. <laughs> like I don't even know how – like it would give me like I mean, a seizure. I, I mean, I guess long. the in-season tournament courts kind of grew on me, at least some of them. Others looked hideous. Yeah. I really liked the Pelicans one. The for Pelicans instance. one was good. Pelicans one was neat. I, I remember Luke Augusta said it looked like a Ninja Turtle, which was really funny. Okay. So, like, there's, you know, some things that are different. But th- they grew on me. This, I don't think I could oh, ever that's, that's get grown on. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's madness. It, it, looks, it looks dumb. For yeah. anyone that's wondering, definitely go look at Twitter like, X or whatever. Like just because you can do something doesn't mean you have to. Yeah, it's, and, it's uh, silly. I, I am curious how much they spent on this this madness that is this court. Anyway, you, I'm not and, – and just to be clear, I am not advocating that you go spend time watching the Celebrity All-Star Game. No, I didn't. Like, once again, just go look at I'm Twitter. just telling you that this court is – just an atrocity yeah <laughs> like it's, we, it's silly it's it's brutal anyway that's uh we, we're gonna go to the open our jewelers talk and text line we got sam and gretna hanging on wants to talk about the new offensive coordinator the new offensive staff 
for the Saints. How you doing, Sam? You're on WWL. What's up, Sam? Hey, hey Jeff. Hey, Charlie. I, I, I tell you what, Jeff, that, that, that's more wisdom than I've heard in about a year and a half or so. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it drives me nuts. Now, 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 my my trade is, is computer graphing. It's amazing how much time. So I'm not anti-technology. But I hate all these technology gimmicks. It, it's like a distraction. It's like those gimmick restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. The common thread is none of them the food are that great. It's a distraction, you know. But but anyway, uh, uh, speaking of ball, I hate these callers that call in with their internet knowledge that they just Googled 30 seconds ago. But the Elam ending, they're not doing it this year, yeah. which bums me out. Oh, they're not uh, doing it this year. Okay. okay. No, they're not. They're going to more the, the traditional format, east-west, no drafting of players and stuff like that. That's I thought like that was that. a good idea. The Elam ending was actually created by a mathematician. Yep. And then Kent State, right? They, yeah, and they tie that into when Kobe died, they say, well, because I'm thinking, all right, well, well, what number, what random number do we come up with? And they said, well, what, how, how about 24? Like, well, yeah, hey, that's, you know, so honoring Kobe came after the concept of it. And I like it because you, you, you turn the game clock off. Clock off and whatever team makes that preconceived number. So yep. a team that's 12 behind, they're, 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 they're racing to catch up yep. 12. All right. And, and so, I just, so I, I don't know why they let that go. Uh, uh, speaking of uh, on the offensive line, I'm going to throw that out here uh, for discussion this week. Since the Pals are off and uh, Marty Gross over with mm-hmm. and so forth, the Saints coaching staff, I wish you wouldn't listen to the first hour today. Um, I have a bad feeling about this, uh, to quote Harrison Ford. Uh, but anyway, maybe for the coming week, if you could tie in their overall experience with other teams, each of the position coaches, and their tie-in with Clint Kubiak and with uh, 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 Kyle Shanahan. And I was like, All right, well, we know the connection between Kyle Shanahan, uh, Shanahan and Clint Kubiak when they work together. And if you kind of like tie in those things, like like your offensive line coach, I think, has a lot of experience where he's worked at and the success he's had at, at, at other places. Because initially when I heard about the offensive line coaches, that automatically encouraged me until I listened to the first hour uh, today. So, so maybe we could run that down next week. And uh, I'm glad I got you on the air. Again, Charlie, I've told you this before, coincidence. I ran into your mentor, Scotty Alexander, yesterday. I was so bummed out when he left the station because he was focusing on primetime sports, his, his TV show. Uh, but I, I, I first heard him on radio. And I remember when he left, he says, look, they got Charlie. He says, he's better than I was at that age. He'll be fine. <laughs> and that's how he stated it. And he was so right. And I appreciate I'm just glad that, you graduated from producer to on the air. You, you make a, and that's when Thank know? you, Sam. So, appreciate it, buddy. Well-deserved. Well Well-deserved for hard work. And, uh, and you too, Jack. Appreciate that, Sam. Yeah, and so, well, I do want to clear one thing up as, as Colin just for me. It wasn't Kent State. It was Ball State. 
is is where the yeah and it was developed by a mathematician i didn't realize they changed the format i don't really pay that close attention to the Yellowstone game if i'm being no. honest they changed the rules every year i i just assumed they were going to stick with it because like sam was talking about i actually thought it was pretty engaging i think Absolutely. it's a fun way to do that i, I want to say it was like five years and sam i really do appreciate the compliment i appreciate uh the kind words and everything this is the first time i think i've watched like the first opening thing of all-star week in the celebrity game in years but i remember watching i believe five years ago was the game that they had it was maybe it was actually four years ago it, was, it might have been the all-star game after kobe's death uh where it was super super engaging in the final yeah. few minutes it's like all-star level like best players in the nba going at it uh trying to reach a certain number and like i remember joel Embiid was really involved and they, it, it was a full-on basketball game they were playing defense like you never see that in the all-star game so i agree it's a little bit silly to maybe go away from that uh, especially when they were doing it for charity at times. Um, but, I mean, now you're looking at the East-West is back, and I really like that as well. Uh, I thought the draft yeah, I thought was kind of silly. Um, but, but back to your other point, Sam, about the offensive staff. I, we're talking to Mike about Benton and Dennison. What you saw from Doug Marone the past couple of years with the Saints, it was like, I don't want to say he was necessarily checked out, but the Saints' offensive line was just, I mean, it was the weakness of the team. So, they if you're going to ever make a turnaround, it has to start up front. And they've spent so much draft capital on the offensive line, and they might do it again this year, that it ha they have to make it work. I mean, Trevor Penning is kind of seen as a bust right now. you got to figure out what you're going to do with him. Andrews Pete, he's a free agent. Are you going to be bringing him back? You might have to, depending on if you kick Pete or if you kick Penning inside. Eric McCoy, a second-round pick, he's been solid for the team. He was a pro bowler this year. Cesar Ruiz, you extended after spending a first-round pick on him a few years back. Uh, he's he's a decent kind of – I don't want to say a replacement-level guard. And then Ryan Ramchek, we've already mentioned at Nauseam about, you know, his issues with his knee. So I, it's a huge question mark. And you're bringing in Benton and Dennison, two guys with 20-plus years of coaching experience in the NFL. Now, from what Luke was saying, Luke Braun, the host of the Locked on Vikings podcast earlier in the show – didn't have a lot of good things to say about Dennison, who had spent time with the Vikings. Didn't have a lot of good things to say about Kubiak. No. Uh, from that 2019 to 2021 season. Doesn't sound like he was a big fan. No, either. <laughs> so, but uh, from other people that I've heard about with Dennison, he's a tough-minded guy. He's a veteran dude. He's been well around respected. for 27 yeah. years. Well-respected. Uh, known for developing offensive line. He's the run game coordinator. Is mm -hmm. his official title. Benton's the offensive line coach. But you're bringing both of these guys in to fix that offensive line. Two guys that have been around the block know what they're doing, and you hope that they can make it work. Yeah, I think the interesting thing with the offensive line, and it all kind of comes together. Like, you can be the quarterback's coach. The quarterback has to work with the offensive line, right? Like, it all it all has to kind of work. But my issue with the coaching that, you know, and, and it's tough to say. Okay, how much of it was the coaching? How much, how much of it is on the player when you don't see the development that you need to see in terms of a young player being at a level that you can put him on the field? Right. And – whether that's the coach or whether that's the player, it didn't happen with Trevor this year. The development did not happen. And to the point that you had you, know, you were ready to put in anybody. You're ready to play Tommy Kramer before you played he Trevor. He was Penn. buried on that bench. And it, it's just that's unacceptable to me. That is a sign that the 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 coaching is falling on deaf ears if people are not developing. And you know, I think that Doug would have been fine if 
you had like Teron Armstead, Andres Pete, Ryan Ranchek, Eric McCoy, you know, all, all yeah. these veteran players, <laughs> right? right? When, but like you, it, there needs to be development in that room. If you're going to draft a, you, you can say, hey, the Saints should go and draft a first round offensive lineman again. Well, you know, they're not going to come in as a Pro Bowl caliber offensive lineman. You got to develop that player, and I just don't think that was happening. At least not at the level that you needed, and that's why I was happy to see them move on. You know, I didn't know, I didn't think they were going to rebuild the entire staff the way they have, but that's what's happened. And part of that is guys leaving. I don't know if they were going to try to retain Kevin Carberry. He took over as the Bucks' offensive line coach. That's a that's a promotion, so they couldn't have blocked that even if they had no. wanted to. DJ Williams going to Atlanta to be their quarterbacks coach couldn't have blocked that if you wanted to. Ronald Curry heading to the Bills. Now they did they did offer Ronald Curry the wide receivers coach job. He, he decided no. to to move on. I don't blame him. Right, you get past him for a promotion for that many times. Yeah. Uh, you can't. It's not exactly hard to uh, you know interpret why you would leave. Yeah. You know? So I mean, I think they. Uh, it doesn't seem like they were necessarily intending to turn over the entire staff outside of Clancy Barone and maybe Jari Evans, right? But that is pretty much what you have done. 100%. And so now it's a matter of getting the right guys in the building. And if they if they get that combination right, then then great. But it's going to be something that all season long you're questioning. Yep. Um, and if they if the offense starts slow, you're going to be looking at it like okay, uh, maybe this wasn't the maybe this wasn't the 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 path i guess but. i'll end this segment quickly by asking you has there been a name that the saints have announced uh, and they haven't really technically announced anything other than kubiak uh but that has been reported that you've been like eh, i don't really know but i haven't liked mm. you know if Maybe they went for me it might be janoko i actually like janoko he's, he's kind of he's an analytics an analytics guy from what i saw i saw him do an interview with the nbc chicago people about justin fields uh because he spent the last two years mm-hmm. there yeah, I mean, maybe he can do some good things with Derek Carr, but and, and I mean, Justin Fields has injury issues. They had to go to Tyson Bajan, undrafted yeah. free agent quarterback, for you know multiple games this past season. Played well. But he's he's like I don't know. He's been the most kind of meh for me, I guess you would say. We'll see. I do like that he's worked with Clint before. I think that's yeah for sure. That's going to be helpful. Although familiarity. If you ask uh, Luke Braun, he would say that's terrible because that <laughs> coaching staff was. <laughs> yeah, the he was not very high happened. on any of those. No, guys. he was not. He was not happy about it. Uh, but hey, all I can do is ask him the questions. I can't, you know, just say hey. But I'm impartial. I'm just listening. Anyway, this is Sports Talk. I'm Jeff Nowak. We are getting down towards the end here. Charlie Long alongside Cullen Steele behind the glass, taking you up. Till 7 p.m. here on WWLAMFM.com and the Odyssey app. Stick around. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Coming back in, getting close to the end here on Sports Talk, Jeff Nowak alongside Charlie Long and WWLAMFM.com and the Odyssey app. Check it out. Charlie, I know you have a we've, – we've been talking about it. Yeah, we've been previewing the entire it for like two show. hours. Let's get into it. Just go. Which one do you want to do first? Let's do, let's do the shooting contest. The shooting contest. Three-point shooting contest. The starry three-point shooting contest has eight participants this year, Jeff. We're going to start off with the Bucks, Malik Beasley, the Knicks, Jalen Brunson, Pacers, Tyrese Halliburton, the Bucks, Damian Lillard. So the Bucks actually have two. He's also the defending champion of the mm-hmm. three-point contest. Uh, the Jazz's Larry Markinen, the Cavaliers, Donovan Mitchell, the Timberwolves, Carl Anthony Towns, and the Hawks, Trey Young. Who you got? I mean, this is easy. It's Dame. It's Dame. It's Dame time. Yeah, this probably. is the, that's the type of competition he doesn't lose. Like, I was saying this to you before we came on there. Like, if if Steph Curry did not exist at the same time as Damian Lillard, we would be talking about Damian Lillard as the best shooter in NBA history. Like, he's that he's that good as a shooter. And you just – like, he's the type of guy who's like he, – he makes a shot and the net doesn't move. So, I, I like it. He's the, re, he's the reigning champion for a reason. I'm betting on him. Yeah, he's a little bit down as far as three-point shooting goes this year. He's doesn't matter. That, that has nothing to do with – I know, but he's yeah. <laughs> like his shot has definitely gone down from his typical – like he's not his typical self. It's not the same Damian Lillard that we saw in Portland for all those years. I still think that he shows up for this just like another guy, Donovan Mitchell, I think will totally show up for this as well. Yeah, I like that. Larry Markin. He's kind of my dark horse for the three-point shooting contest. Uh, I don't really care for Tyrese Halliburton or Jalen Brunson in this as well. I don't really like their shots as far as a three-point competition would work. I think Damian Lillard's probably the obvious pick, so yeah. I'm I'm going to go with him. But Donovan Mitchell's one of those guys that I like as well, and then Larry Markkinen is my kind of dark horse. So moving on to the dunk contest, and Jeff, we mentioned his name earlier. He is, in fact, a participant. Mac McClung is yeah. back, the reigning champion of last year's dunk contest. He's in the G League uh, with I don't even know what town that is, the uh, G League Magic. So – we have him. We got Jaime Jaquez Jr. from the Heat, Jalen Brown from the Celtics, and Jacob Toppin from the Knicks. So, I assume that's Obi Toppin's younger brother, and if that's the case, I'm sure he can jump too. Yeah. Um, I think Obi Toppin was in a dunk contest at one point. Yes, he point. was. I don't know if he won or not. But, you know, I I, I don't really know much about him. Um, Jaime Jaquez just it doesn't like, – can he even jump that high? Like, he doesn't seem like a dunker to me. No. Uh, maybe he's got uh, something uh, for us, Jeff. Maybe, maybe. Jalen Brown, you know, I, I think Jalen Brown might win just okay. because it's it's going to be rigged because they want to encourage star players to pl- to, to be in the dunk contest. They need to do it. Like, I, I know that the best dunk contest that we've seen within the past decade plus was, you know, Aaron Gordon versus Zach Levine, and neither of those guys were necessarily star players. 
Yeah, but, but they were they were like they were high young, first round yeah, picks. Yeah, right? they were young, kind of rising players. They were G the League time. players. No, yeah, you're getting Mac McClung back from the G League. He hasn't played a minute in the NBA this year. Yeah. So, so I think they're gonna. I don't know if you. I kind of think these things are a little scripted. As long as he throws down a reasonable dunk, I think that he's they're gonna lean toward him because I, I wonder if McClung's going to defend his title. Uh, like I might. I might be picking, you know, another defending champion yeah. just because people are obsessed with how he dunks and how high he can hop is such a short, you know, white. I ball. think it'll end up being him, uh, Mac and Jalen in the finals. Or I, I, honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even it's know how they score it anymore. So you would eliminate Jaime Jaquez and then Jacob Toppin, and then it goes to the finals. I, I could definitely see that as well. Yeah. So I think those are going to be your two finalists, whichever one you want to pick out of that. So moving on to the skills challenge, we have three teams of three players apiece. Uh, the team Pacers, which is just kind of funny, it's just Tyrese Halliburton, Benedict Matherin, and Miles Turner, all Pacers players nice. competing in the skills competition. Team top picks, Paolo Banchero from the Magic, Anthony Edwards from the Timberwolves, and Victor Wimanyama from the Spurs. And team all-stars, Scotty Barnes, Tyrese Maxey, and Trey Young, which are like the bottom of the barrel all-stars <laughs> from the East. Give me team top picks. Give me Wemby, Paolo, and Anthony Edwards for this one. I'm sticking with team top picks Two. Yes. I think that's the way to go. They were number one for a reason. But all right, one more break here on Sports Talk. I'm Jeff Nowak. He's Charlie Long. We'll be right back on WWL. Coming back just a couple minutes to go here on Sports Talk. I'm Jeff Nowak. He's Charlie Long. Colin Steele working the controls. The NCAA football game is back on EA Sports. Are you excited? Did you play that? I played it a little bit. Yeah. Like, uh, I like the franchise mode where you, I mean, I guess that is the entire game, but yeah. Like, uh, you know, I played it a little bit in college. You, you know, the last one was it NCAA 14. 14, yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. So, I think 14. 14, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure I always, 14. you know, it's funny because they didn't have names, right? But I, I had friends who would like download all the names and so would update yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. Which is like, okay, this is stupid. But uh, so the Saints shared. So there are four Saints, former Saints players who were on the cover okay. of one of these NCAA football games. Can you name them? can name two for sure okay reggie bush i know for a fact and mark ingram yeah so that is correct reggie bush was 2007 with Mm. uh, usc even even though they would like us to pretend that time didn't happen uh then mark ingram the reggie bush heisman thing with the ncaa so yeah every single time i see all those things on twitter nowadays about like oh so and so is a recruit Hear them, you know, driving their new Lamborghini. Yeah, right. And the quote tweet is just give Reggie Bush back his highs. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So stupid. Anyway, so, so those are the two. Those that, are the, two those that are the obvious name. ones. The next one, 98, Florida. Okay. Florida. Danny Werfel. There you go. Oh. Okay. Mr. Werfel. Okay. Not exactly a guy. The other one, 2000, Texas. Oh, Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams. Okay, okay. But it's like they didn't get paid a dime for these covers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, so like I'm, that's why it stopped existing because they did not pay the the athletes and they pretended they weren't in it because they didn't put their names on it. Yeah. So now they're gonna make money out of it at least. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited for it to be back. I think that they announced that it's dropping in the summer and the yeah. full trailer is going to. Uh, they did a teaser recently and that more information is going to be coming out. I think in May. I'm pretty sure. So it's going to be dropping within the next few months. So I'm really excited for it. I do find it funny because, like, like Jaden Daniels is going to be, like, a 99, and then he's going to go into Madden and he's going to be, like, a 72. That's the jump from the NCAA to the NFL. Yeah. But he, he should be the cover athlete. I think that it really makes it easy for the Heisman winner to be the cover athlete yeah. every year on the NCAA football it game. It, yeah. it also makes sense. Just like a prize. But, yeah, for sure. All right. Thanks, everyone, who made this broadcast possible. Diane Newman, Ian Hoke, everyone else. I'm Jeff Nowak. He is Charlie Long, Cullen Steele doing all the hard work. This is WWL. Who dat? Good night. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.